So you know that text I sent you earlier today, Jake, where I said, Mother Goose, you pussy? <laughs> yeah, that applies right about now. I think that's the intro to the show right there. <laughs> All right. I didn't see that text. Oh, <laughs> you know, I didn't whatever. see it. Uh-huh. Whatever. Here we go. Hey, pass me a beer. Look, at least promise me you won't drink. Alcohol always leads to trouble. Hey, who wants to play drink the beer? Right here. <laughs> you win. All right. What do I win? Another beer. Just have a cup of coffee. Bear it is. Coffee. Beer. I kill for a beer. <gasps> Cheap beer and a sympathetic ear. Step, Step right up. What's up, everybody? It's Adam. Here's Beardy Taps. Uh, thanks so much for hanging out and joining us. And, uh... Of course, we have the crew, the normal crew, um, up up in the north, the great white north. The um, I can't really call it the frozen tundra because we're all frozen at <laughs> yeah. this point. Uh, but yeah, my name is Chad. What is up, Chad? What's going on, everybody from the northwest side of Milwaukee? Yeah, it's uh, just uh, I mean, you guys are experiencing something that well, I'm experiencing something that I I I don't think I've experienced since no. I was a kid. Never, yeah. And it's so goddamn it's, cold. It's why, it's why Chad's missing a couple fingers is the cold when he was a kid. And one, one testicle, too. Well, that's a different story. And then we have, of course, Jake, um, who he's lives across the street, but we decided not to make him walk across the street because we'd have to pull a Star Wars and the lightsaber and Tauntaun. And... <laughs> Jake. And that would smell bad. It is just this. Will, we will definitely be old someday, and it'll be like, Remember the winter of 19? Like, it's just when, ridiculous. When you wouldn't walk your ass across the street. It's just I wouldn't walk 100 time. yards. Uh, she sounds hideous. All right. And then, of course, we have the special guest for uh, tonight, who is not as cold as us, uh, but he is cold. Uh, Kyle. Yet, right? Yet? Is it coming your way? It is, yeah. It's coming my way. Uh, I think it's going to get like negative seven, but it's warm enough I can wear a t-shirt, apparently. I, I didn't get the memo on uh... Man, if it was negative seven, I'd be wearing shorts and a tank top right <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> negative yeah. seven. That sounds balmy right, <laughs> right now. Yeah, put some suntan lotion on. Holy shit. <laughs> uh, and no hype beer reviews, right, Kyle? Yeah, no hype beer reviews. On the yeah. old YouTube. She's going to be joining us tonight. Uh, unfortunately, he couldn't get the beer that we're doing tonight. We're doing um, Plaid Habit by Boulevard Brewing. And you got quad, right? Yeah, I got the bourbon aged, uh, bourbon barrel aged quad. Sweet, sweet, sweet. So that'll work. Um, but before, as we always do, we have to go. It's Jake from State Farm. Jake, you got to give us uh, the rules of engagement, please. All right, boys and girls, thank you for joining. Strap and you in. know what I say, when it's cold out, drink. I mean, I can't think of anything better to do. That's all I did all day today. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, Chad. <laughs> so, yeah, we got uh, we got a good one tonight. Uh, this is one that I believe the whole crew has had before, but we've been excited to uh, review for uh, at least a little while now. And, uh, yeah, with our friend Kyle here, we're going to do a little Boulevard review uh, extended. But we'll uh, take a look at the bottle. We'll uh, crack there open. We'll take a good schniff, uh, pour that baby out, see what it looks like, uh, go around the horn here, get those initial impressions. This is uh, what it's called. If you're not an untapped, please join us. I don't know what you're missing. I don't know what's wrong with you, but that's all right. Yeah, and then we'll uh, we'll take a walk through the world that is beer. You know, perhaps we'll spend a little time on Boulevard, see what else is going on in craft beer news, uh, talk about you know uh, we're all from there freezing our nuts off, and uh, we'll get a midpoint in there at some some point, and then we'll uh, hit some other hit some other news, and then we'll finish off with the final rating. Ah! 
All right. All right, cool. Thanks, man. <laughs> good job, buddy. It's good to. All right, cool. Um, so, uh, yeah, we're doing Boulevard. We're doing a Boulevard Brewing show, basically. Uh, the one we have is Plaid have a Canadian whiskey barrel aged Imperial Brown Ale. There it is right there. I don't know if I'm on no, you're screen on. right now, no, but you're on. it's 13.9% ABV, 9 IBUs, Jake, we know, and IBUs don't matter. And I would have said, shut up. And uh, these guys are from <laughs> Dick. <laughs> where this is from, uh, can where is Kansas City? Kansas City, wow, Kansas City. I mean, they're probably Royals fans. So, two things I, I do like the labeling that they do, it makes you kind of want to just throw in a flannel, you know, cut some wood and drink. Well, the other thing though uh, is you can. You can like pick a bottle boulevard. cap too. You can pick a boulevard beer out of the just by scanning the shelf because they're all the same. Yeah. yeah, they all have that diamond, the diamond. Um, uh, I guess you call it a logo, but with diamond a little with a thing at the bottom. This one says limited release. Other ones would say uh, smokestack series or or whatever whatever the series happens to be. They're they're very. Oh, you know what? I forgot. I forgot all the stuff that Boulevard sent me this week. Oh, yeah, they did. They reached out to you. It's in my uh, office downstairs. So Boulevard, uh, somebody was giving Boulevard uh, shit for not really giving stuff away on Twitter. I think that's what it was. And I kind of jumped in making fun of the guy who was giving them shit. And then Boulevard um, basically DM'd me and said, hey, what's your address? We want to send you some shit. So so I got some stickers and a bottle opener. and I meant a really cool bottle opener. Yeah. So, uh, Kyle, what do you? What is the one you have? So it's got a uh, Best Buy date of August 2018. <laughs> I think that they do it two years out. So You've only missed, you only missed it by a little bit. You're fine. It's fine. You hear me? Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You've only oh, missed okay. it by a little bit, so you're fine. It won't be. You know. If you start throwing up on the show, we understand. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. <laughs> It'd make for a good uh, podcast. That would be. That'd be good. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so bourbon barrel aged quad uh, style. I love, I love quads and definitely like them when they're bourbon barrel aged. Uh, 11.8% ABV, or, uh, 26 IBUs. Jake, we know they don't um, matter. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pumped. Have you had this one before? No, I have not. I've had other Boulevard barrel aged beers, but not this one. Yeah, Boulevard's doing some good stuff. Yeah, you'll enjoy that one. That that bourbon barrel aged quad's really good. All right, can we, can, we, can we just crack this now, please? Can we open a beer now? I'm opening it. Right <laughs> Come on. Spilling the keyboard. Oh man! All right. Don't spill. Is yours wax sealed, Kyle? Yeah, my buddy Gabe gave it to me, and he wax sealed it. Look at that. Is there That's a real friend. Jake, Is there something Jake, to why that? Don't you wax sealed by stuff, Jake? You know what I'm talking about. So I started wax sealing beers a few years ago. That I wanted to age for a while, and then really? I, you know, caught on with a couple of my buddies here, and uh, just try to keep oxygen out. I don't know if it works or not. I think wax is somewhat porous, so. Looks cool. Well, but yeah, I mean, looks cool. There you go. That's the point. There are a lot of beers out there that do get wax sealed, but I've never thought about doing that after, like, after purchasing a beer, dipping it in wax. That's actually not a bad idea if you're going to keep it on the shelf for a while. And like, worst case, it's kind of like a deterrent for me. Oh, I went to the trouble of wax sealing it to age <laughs> it for a while. You know, <laughs> that's a great point. Yeah, I always thought it was just more of a marketing thing to make it look fancy. But you're exactly right. Like, if you wax seal it, well, all right, I guess I'll age it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll plug my channel. I have a how to waxing video. So you oh, you do. Nice. Oh, sweet. Someone asked me, like, how did you do that? I said, you know what? I'll 
film a video. So we're gonna start waxing, boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, man, plug away I, all night long. Whatever you wanna, whatever you wanna say about your channel, go for it. And Chad, I'm boring. I just do beer reviews. This is way more interesting. <laughs> Chad already waxes like half of his body, Jake. You know that. <laughs> and Idiots. Nobody's saying no. That's the thing, right? Nobody's like, oh, he doesn't. Nope. All right, cool. Um, all right. Uh, so I guess we'll we'll start off. Um, oh, where are we at? Oh, there we go. Uh, it's Jake there we go, from Jake. State Farm. Jake, get the thing out of your nose, dude. It's disgusting. Well, I'm just getting a good smell here. <laughs> it's where it belongs. Where it For Jake. Belongs. Well, she's a guy, so. Really? You can tell us what you think of this beer, or we're just going to sit and watch you put the thing up your nose the whole night. All right, I'm going to take a sip. Just right. shut your mouth. <laughs> Jake, what is, uh, what's, your, what's your temperature? Because uh, Adam, I know, has a really cold one. I've got a warm one. Where are you at? Uh... Yeah, this baby's ice cold. I, I meant okay. to take it out a little bit sooner, but uh, it pretty much got taken out right when I was uh, primping there for the show. So it's uh, I'm gonna have to warm this down and see what it, see what we that might, opens it up a little we bit. You might need to take your time out so you can go primp some more because if that's primping, that wasn't a good job. <laughs> uh, honestly, it's so cold. I mean, a little a little boozy, maybe a little caramel. I don't know. I'm not getting a lot. It's just it's just too cold. It's dying quick. I've had it before though, and thought it was fantastic. So, so what are you giving I it now, Spanky? Should... You? you know how the show Gosh, works. It's not your first time here. If I had oh. to rate it right now, it'd be like a three-five, just a lack of flavor. I think it's too damn cold. <laughs> oh man! All right, so is that happen. where you're gonna go? Is that where you're gonna go with? You I guess we'll start there, and then All just right. see if we rise. Well, we'll see about that. I know you're getting up there in age. Yes. Um, be excited. <laughs> My name is Chad. What's up, dude? Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Chad. You gotta work on that, Chad. Yeah, I know. That's really bad. My name is Chad. That's better. Are you gonna tell us what you think of this beer? A little better. You're gonna have to. Um, better. <laughs> uh, I I love this beer. Um, now I I mine has been sitting on my shelf for the last three or four weeks. I threw it in the refrigerator for about twenty five minutes before. Uh, before I opened it tonight, so it's slightly chilled, but mostly room temperature. <laughs> and you can taste the brown ale; it's uh, the brown ale is definitely there. But this beer is so boozy good that the brown ale, whether you like a brown ale or not, if you like a boozy beer, you will love this one. It's so good. I mean, the Canadian whiskey comes out immediately uh not only on the nose but right off the right off the top right you know you taste it immediately canadian whiskey washes across the the palate the mouth feels good going down it's boozy um excellent beer excellent beer you've had an orgasm so far what are you doing up (laughs) uh well i think i have previously rated this one a five so are we gonna start there all right i don't think i can go down from there I love it. I think it's fan. I think there's nothing wrong with this beer. That's my rule. If I can't find anything wrong with a beer in any aspect, it's got to be a five. It's got to be. My name is Adam. <laughs> I love that. That sounds so weird. I, so yeah, I um I had this before, but what I will tell you is mine was in the outdoor garage fridge. Um, oh, so you had to like chip away to get dude, this one out, was... right? <laughs> well, so I, I have the heater on. Um. But anything that's like 
three feet away from the fridge is frozen. So like the bottled water that's in there uh, is like slush. But so I pulled this out of the fridge and it was extremely cold still. So mine is very cold. And I have had this before as well. But now it's like the first sip is like I had like a, a caramel candy. Like it was just so caramel. <laughs> I was like, whoa. I wasn't expecting it because it's not what I tasted before. But now. Lots of sweetness. Yeah. It's very sweet. Boozy, of course. Um, I don't even remember what I gave this thing before. So um, I'm not going to be a, a dick like Jake. And I'm not going to I'm not going to like blow a load my pants like Chad. Um, I'm going to give it, um, <laughs> I'll give it like a, a four right now, but I think as it, as it warms up, it's going to be fucking delicious because I know it's good anyway. So I think the flavors of this beer, it, it, it does a really, really nice job of masking a traditional brown ale. Yeah. And I mean, it does it on purpose, obviously it's, it's aged on Canadian whiskey barrels, but the, the booziness combined with, it's got some spice. Um, this, you mentioned sweetness. It does have some sweetness and I just think it, it, it's really, really well balanced. And for beer to be that flavorful and boozy at the same time and not like, not like, I don't think anybody would drink this and be like, oh, I can't, I can't drink it. It's too boozy or I can't drink it. It's too sweet or I can't drink it. It's too much. Name your flavor. I think it's just a really well-balanced beer. I won't talk nice to you and talk about fornicating with you. All right, so Kyle, what uh, <laughs> was it? Your barrel quad. What do you think about that one? Yeah, I'm loving it. Um, it definitely has that base quad, like those flavors I like, dried figs, you know, raisins. It's got a little grape characteristic. Definitely getting vanilla and the bourbon barrel. Um, creamy, good mouthfeel. Probably... Four and a half for the style for me right now. Nice. Yeah, it's good. It's really good. <laughs> nice. Kyle, did you have that at room temp? Oh, uh, and then I had it in my beer fridge at fifty-five degrees. Yeah, that's, oh, yeah. So you just do it right. I took it out twenty minutes ago. See, see, Jake, he's a professional. Perfect. He's, he's a professional. So, and Kyle, okay. just you use. Uh, I mean, we we use the untapped scale. Is that uh, is that what you usually? I'd be at your house. You use the untapped scale as well. Are you yeah, I, I made a point not to rate beers on my channel just because I noticed in that. Real life I got like just people like like I gave Duval who owns these guys. I randomly always been trying to do that, but um like an A and someone's like it's an A plus beer. We got an argument about it. I'm like, this is silly to me. So I didn't, but um and I gave it up on untapped. But yes, I was using the untapped scale. I said four and a half. Okay. I noticed that as well, Kyle. I watched a few of your shows and there was uh and I was thinking, well, it doesn't do ratings. Um and, you know, I like to avoid, I don't want anybody to feel bad. Like, they should, everybody should drink what they want to drink. I mean, I have some opinions about some of the beers they drink, but whatever. Drink what you want to drink. Why does he? But what I do like about Untapped is it's just a it's just a place to make friends with other people that like to drink beer. So, I will say that. I love and, using Untapped. And then doing the beer channel, I've been using it less. I'm like, oh, people will know what I'm drinking if they watch the YouTube. But I've been trying to get more into it again. Because I do. I, I like it's the networking uh, and and mm-hmm. as much as I don't do beer uh, ratings, I love what other people do because <laughs> it's such like a quick. Wow, a bunch of people says it's a good beer. I should check it out, you know. So, so I'll take this time since we're already talking about Untapped. That on the show that we're doing February twenty seventh, we're actually going to have the co founder and CTO of Untapped on the show, um, talking to him. So that'll be that'll be fun to talk to him. Um, yeah, 
Yeah, that's gonna be cool. I think. I hope. Otherwise, it's probably. Last thing I'll say is funny when you like Holy are at shit, a store dude. and, you're, and uh, you're like thinking about buying a beer and you scan it. You're like, oh shit, I bought this before. I gave it like a two seven five. Like, all right, well, <laughs> like it, like it that's saved the me a main couple thing, times. That's the main thing I like. Uh, I like Untapped Four. Really, is to remember to have remember. I had this beer? <laughs> number one, did I like it or not? Um, and then also I'll usually look up what these two knuckleheads think of it and I'll totally take what Jake said and throw it out because it doesn't matter anyway. And then I'll go and see what like some of our other friends think of it. Um, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm going to start rating a bunch of shitty beers like ones and twos just so you'll go buy it. Great. <laughs> no, I'm not buying Coors Light just because you ranked it at five. Jeez, your base beer. It's um, my base beer. It's a base beer. Uh, but yeah, I... I like using it for that. I think I think when we first started, we were very serious about the scoring. Um, I'm, I mean, I we take the scoring seriously here, but if I see a beer that's like, oh, somebody you know didn't really like it, I still might give it a shot if it's a style I like. But yeah, I mean, if it's a if it's a well, I don't think there's any style that there's no style that I have ruled out that I would not that I just wouldn't buy. But <laughs> that's for never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, there are definitely styles I like more than others, but all right. If it's just a beer that I haven't had or or a style I haven't had, then I, I would certainly buy it. I I don't base I wouldn't base my purchases off of the untapped rating. What the untapped rating is, yeah. It's like basing your purpose off solely what the Amazon ratings tell you. <laughs> Amazon choice, buy it, buy it. <laughs> yeah, it can be a factor, yeah, but it's not the factor, yeah. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, that's what I say. Uh, Chad apparently has just a long list of questions for you, Kyle. I, I have these have not been pre-approved. I, I don't know what's going to come out of his pie hole, but um, you know, I'm actually going to go watch an old show of uh, Seinfeld, maybe. So I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, where's my no soup for you soundbite? Somewhere now. If we're watching pad. Seinfeld, I'm just, I I'll drive down and we can just do that instead. Your car would freeze. Right. The, the truck barely down the highway frozen. Maybe. Yeah, Chad. I, Chad, what you got? Well, um, so Kyle, I'm I'm curious about your channel because I watched, I I've watched your your beer reviews for quite a while now. Um, so long time listener, with, first time caller. Wait, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Right off long the top, long time listener, first time caller. No hype beer reviews, and I'm curious about the name No Hype Beer Reviews because if you take that at face value, you know it's it sounds like you're taking a um, non biased opinion of any beer review out there. Is that where this name comes from? Is it as are you trying to review a beer in a completely unbiased uh, format? That is half of it there's two reasons and that is half of it um so when i was watching a lot of people's beer reviews just i mean for a long time then um i was like maybe i should try this right and then i was i don't know what i was doing but all of a sudden it popped in my head i'm like that seems like a good name i'm like someone must have had it but yeah no one did i was super excited so that's half of it the other half was i really wanted to do beers that just didn't have hype so like if i did a beer that had hype try to just as unbiased as possible but also to try to like promote local beers or whatever. And in reflection, I've done more probably hyped beers and trying to not let the that factor in. 
versus just like doing shelfies or you know other easy to get things. Well, it's kind, it's kind of hard on the, like the YouTube beer scene because when you look at like the searches people are searching bourbon county left and right people are searching yeah. cvs left and right right so then you're trying to be like well i totally get what you're saying you're trying to be like i want to do like locals the, the small guy and then when you do those nobody watches the video because nobody's heard of them <laughs> you know yeah yeah i mean it's and i'm not big enough where a decent number of people are going to still watch those because they just watch everything i do or whatever so right. yeah you definitely you always see the dip with something like that Sorry, my dogs <laughs> just being goofy. Dogs are fully welcome. <laughs> hey, we all have dogs. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Some of us more than others. Yeah, I just have the one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's interesting to know because if you're if you're if you're trying to promote local beers, that's that's one thing. And and you, I mean, just from you mentioned just a second ago that you've ended up doing some some bigger beers, uh, but trying to give a no hype uh, perspective on it. Um, that's interesting that your channel started out with, with uh, trying. Okay. Well, let's, where are you from? So local beers. So I'm from upstate New York. So, um, you know, I was trying to do like super tiny local beers, but also like some of the bigger ones, like Oma gang, um, Ithaca's local, yep. um, even like some New York City ones, uh, Brooklyn, Graham, Single Cut, other half. At Kyle, I'd say we've run into a similar thing. I don't know that we set out with a mission statement to you know promote smaller craft beers, I don't but think we had a mission statement whatsoever. Uh, but we definitely, I, we didn't start out to promote you know the the most popular beers either. Um, there was a time when maybe we were searching for some of the whales. That's for sure. Um, but I think we've definitely run into that thing where we find these breweries we really like, and we find these, uh, smaller, you know, local or regional breweries with beers that are fantastic. Um, but then when you're trying to have a show about it and and you're trying to grow your, you know, your listeners and and your audience, it's, it can be difficult because uh, a good amount of people that might consider listening to the show can't get that beer. Um, so then you end up doing more beers that are, more widely, you know, distributed and and more popular and more known. And that's been some of our most listened to episodes is when we did, you know, beers that, that, you know, just about most of the country can get. And then he's just, so it's, I, I've always sort of felt like this internal back and forth between, you know, are we promoting small business or are we just, or are we promoting the show and doing, and doing the beers that people can get? Um, Cause you know, when we started out, it, I, I didn't think it would be this hard uh, to drink good beer and not be sort of confined by how regional good beer can be. Um, yeah, I don't, I, it's oh. funny you said that because I don't think any of us. Well, I know Chad and I. We didn't even discuss how regional beer was at first, but after yeah, we do, just kind of started this show on a on a wing and a prayer. So yeah, really, pretty much. And Jesus, take the wheel. Yeah, <laughs> and he and he didn't, and then we had to take it back. So. Um, and so we <laughs> exactly <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> so we um, but after doing it what now two years right though it is, I, I, a year and a half. I yeah, think I always ask this. I don't ever remember. But yeah, it is hyper regional, which is frustrating at times um, because you know I'll I'll watch you do a review of a beer 
you'll like it or whatever. And I'm like, well, damn, I want to get that. And then you look it up and you're like, well, shit, I can't get that, you know? <laughs> and so then it's, you know, then we do one and we're trying to tell people, hey, it's a great beer, but, you know, most of you can't get it. So what's the big deal? <laughs> so then you become like, um, uh, what is that guy? Draft Therapy. Um, yeah. you, who's, his whole thing is just Michigan beers. That's what he does. And man, it's great. You know, but then you have you almost have to become like that because you're not gonna get we can't get anything else but Wisconsin and you know, Illinois and Midwestern beers. So it it definitely becomes frustrating. And A B and beers. Oh, what was that? I don't want to cut one off, sorry. Uh yeah, draft therapies, I love that channel. But oh, yeah. yeah, it's a lot of stuff I can't get. So I end up watching videos of stuff I'm not gonna drink. Right. And, and I'm sure a lot of people don't want to use their time that way. You know, they're like, okay, I'm never going to have this beer. Why would I spend eight minutes watching someone talk about it? Right. He well, does, he does a really good job. Recording. What was that? It was before, yeah. Was it before? Yep. Three, sheeps. three Sheeps. I never heard that brewery. My friend Jim, who I knew from growing up, moves to Wisconsin, sends me his Three Sheep beers. And I'm like, these beers are amazing. So you guys are totally right. Like, you can get these amazing regional beers. I would have never heard about that if I got on this show and didn't have my friend Jim living there. You guys be talking about these beers. I'd be like, I don't know this brewery at all. This is, I can't relate, you know? Yep, exactly. And it, it makes me, because, you know, we've talked a lot, especially with, you know, having Josh um, on the show previously. But we've talked a lot about these breweries that have, you know, sold out um, or, you know, how the, uh, the, the industry considers, you know, if you if you have more than twenty five percent investment from from somebody else, you're not a craft brewery technically anymore. All that stuff. But when you look across it, like my opinions has slowly started to change because if you think about just let's just take that twenty five percent, you know, if, if we stuck to that, then we wouldn't be getting like the CBS, we wouldn't be getting the founders in the CBS because without they're getting thirty percent. And without that, their stuff's not going across the country like it is. You're, mm-hmm. you're not you're not going to be finding CBS, KBS in stores in California, Texas, Seattle. You know, you're just not doing that. And so, on one hand, it's like, well, yeah, I want to support local, 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 not not controlled by the big guy. But then on the other hand, I'm like, but if I'll never get it, you know. So just like Goose Island, he was um, before you guys got on. You know, Kyle was telling me about you know, his experience getting Goose Island this year. Actually, Kyle, go ahead and, you know, I, I think I asked you, like, how I did see you do the reviews of, of Goose, and I was like, okay. I, at first, I was like, oh, you must be close to Chicago then. You must be Midwest. Um, and But you're in you're New York. So how what was it like for you getting Goose Island beers, like, this year? Yeah, uh, Black Friday, I went to the local, well, one of the local beer stores I heard had a good supply, and you could buy as much of the regulars you wanted. They had so many cases. They still have a case I saw yesterday when I was there. Um, when you say uh, when you say regular, you're just talking regular Bourbon County Stout. Yes. Or, okay. And then they had... the deal's different here. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Some some places. Chad went to a place in Wisconsin where he had to buy a six pack of. Um, like another goose beer, you know, three, one, two, and before he could get a bottle, one six pack for one bottle of (laughs) any, any bourbon County you could get. And then how much were they charging for the bottle? $21. What? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And so I had to buy a six pack at eight bucks to get a $21 bottle of beer. 
if I wanted two bottles, if I wanted a regular, if I wanted a brand stout and an orange or whatever else they had, I had every bottle of Bourbon County I wanted to buy. I had to buy a six pack to match it. Jeez, dude. And then, and then you tried to. I mean, keep going with your story. I'm interested to see what you're able to find. Well, you that's... didn't you try to drink the? Would you get the three one two or the IPA? Uh, the IPA. Yeah, you need. You sat there and drink it in one day. Just get rid of it. I did. I got rid of it. I just I <laughs> spent about two hours, three hours, and drank you drank all of the it. Six pack into dedication. <laughs> my wife likes the IPA. You should have sent it my way. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, so yeah, you could buy cases of it um, if you wanted to, or none of it. And then they had, I think it was one, you could do one vanilla, one orange, and one wheat wine. Um, the people that were ahead of me in line, like, like the people who got there at midnight, were able to get a bramble and the coffee barley wine as well. Mm-hmm. But they only had, like, I think, like six bottles or something, you know. Uh, but then the same place, not too far, owns another beer store. So then I drove over there, and they still had some, so I bought the allotment there. Uh, so I was able to get a decent supply of even those variants. Now, what's it been like? Have you gotten into years past too? What's it been like in years past? Was this easier year to get it or? So last year, I actually, uh, for our anniversary, went to Chicago and part of it was to buy Goose Island, Burma County stuff there. But my wife made us miss our flight. So, um, <laughs> uh, yeah. side story. We, Adam, we, yeah. have a, we have a sound bite for that. Uh, you know what? That You're like my wife when you get in space. <laughs> You just get lost. Is that, is that the one you're talking about? <laughs> yes. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, that sucked. Um, no, but last year I, I lucked out. I mean, um, some friends here were, were like, no, we get it, man. We got you covered. So I still was able to get a case of the regular one Northwood, two coffee, two barley wines, I think, last year. But um, the year before, it was just barley wine, or I'm sorry, just a regular, no barley wine, no cop, no, no variants. So last year was the first time I had variants in the area. I feel like this year was the first time we got variants as well. Because I think this year we've had, I've had pretty much every one except for the reserve at this point. Well, I mean, a good variety of, of variants. I mean, we, we had variants last year, but I I felt like this year with the, the, the variety of variants was, was more readily available other than the the reserve and the proprietors. Right. It absolutely yeah. has been. Last year, it was pretty easy to get the regular brand stout, and I would say the barley wine. Yeah, um, I mean, the, yeah, that barley stuff wine was on the shelf for months after the release. I, mean, I got barley wine in Texas too when I was down there. Yeah, yeah, this year it's been really hard for me to get just a regular brand stout. Um, I mean, the other ones have been much more prevalent, and well, the other uh, ones have been know, prevalent on tap at places too. I think I feel like this year they've been on tap. Everywhere more around out there, yeah. yeah, there has been. Um, but it's interesting what's going on with Goose. On the one hand, you know, they claim that as all of the production of all of the other beers has transitioned to, I believe, mostly the brewery on the east coast, um, that they just have this massive, you know, barrel aging facility in Chicago where all this beer is being produced. Uh, but at the same time, they're looking for a new brewmaster, yeah, and so one of the biggest jobs of the brewmaster is to teach. ABM Bev, yeah. how to brew their beer. Yeah. So, so what was it? Work, work closely with InBev? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to say anything like slanderous or whatever, but at what point are they going to be producing so much because it's popular that you start to wonder, was this made in Chicago? I mean, I I still think it's really good. So I don't know. At this point, I guess it doesn't really matter yet, but um, it, it is something I think about. 
But yeah, the variants were much easier to get this year. I would have taken some more of the regular. Yeah. Cal, what other, what are other, um, I guess we're talking about big beers. So what other big beers do you like? Are you, do you, you know, if you, if, it, if it's in your area, you're like, I'm going to go buy it like you would, you know, Bourbon County on Thanksgiving or Black Friday. I, I'm definitely a sucker for, yeah, big bourbon barrel aged stouts. So, um, we don't get, you have to be in their society for the brewery to get a Black Tuesday, but they do a smaller version. It's still 15% alcohol um, called So Happens It's Tuesday. So like I would grab that. Um, the Barrel Age 1050 from Oscar Blues. I don't know if you guys can get that. That's amazing. I have not had we, that one. We can get Oscar Blues, but I don't think we've had that one. Yeah. Okay. I've heard of it. I asked, but I haven't, yeah. I think that's the one I just had. You're lying, sack of shit. Uh, no. <laughs> I'll check right now. <laughs> I was going to say, I'll go check. I, had, I just had something called 1050. That was amazing. You did, have, you did check in an Oscar Blue the other day. Yeah, it was fantastic. I mean, the, the base 1050 is amazing. The barrel aging, not surprising, is also amazing. Yeah. Um, I had the barrel aged 1050 by Oscar Blues. Where'd you it have that? Came in a, um, it came in a big can, too. It was yeah. like, damn, that was good. 19.2 ounces, I think. It's ridiculous, yeah. Yeah, it's a big boy. Yeah. The wife saw me pull that out. She's like, oh, boy. I'm like, yeah. You're going to want to leave me alone later. <laughs> <laughs> or will she? Uh, <laughs> what yeah, about the like the CBSs and stuff like that? Yep, yeah, KBSC. I still look forward to that stuff. I, I you know, Now it's more available, right? So people it are is. like, oh, it's not as good. Yeah. I still like that stuff. Yeah, it is. It's it's easier to get now. Um, yeah. What kind of drives us nuts because we're in the Chicago area is when we have a friend down in Texas who will <laughs> send us a picture of like pallets of Goose Island that he has, and we're like struggling to go from like dingy ass liquor store to dingy liquor store trying to piece together just a couple of them. Uh, you know, even with the now this year the CBS, I mean. The Woodman's still just up the road. The Woodman's in Kenosha still has cases of CBS and KBS sitting there. You know, it's just, it's just, it's kind of nuts how much they've cranked that up this year. Well, kind of like Goose. I mean, um, it's incredible how much CBS they made this year. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm just amazed at how, how prevalent it still is. It's, well, it's not hard to get at all. And it, it's it, like they took the Canadian off and suddenly it was everywhere. <laughs> they took the Mountie off of the horse. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's it's interesting to see that KBS is still available because uh, the 2019 release is coming up in uh, th- uh, six weeks, March 19th. 2019 KBS will be out. Look at you, you looking at the There's calendar. still 2018 KBS that's prevalent. But that was also, well, no, I guess I would say Bourbon County, but the distributors pulled that out of like the back of the warehouse to get, to give to people. Yeah. Cause we did, we found some old bourbon County too. So yeah. yeah 2015 bourbon County. Yeah. I still need a 16. I had it on tap, but that 16 Kyle, was delicious. What is your, uh, now I, I just got back from Florida on a work trip and, uh, I'm fortunate. Oh, actually all three of us travel a little bit for work. So we get to, sample some beer some beers from around the country but anytime i am east of say take a line from chicago straight south east of that i can get yingling i can't get it in wisconsin what do you think of yingling 
the the traditional logger. What do you think of that one? I, yeah, I think Yingling, like they don't go across the Mississippi. I think that's like their thing. Yep. Um, yeah, I tell you what, like that was that was an early beer for me. Um, I it's probably I shouldn't admit this, but like I started off with Smirnoff Ice. I just did not like beer. <laughs> you're and, you're in a safe place. It's yeah, okay. we all started someplace. Yeah, <laughs> this is a and safe then, space. Uh, he said Smirnoff Ice. <laughs> cut him off. Cut him off. <laughs> stuff like malt liquor that was flavored what was it saint ives i think it was called <laughs> yeah. um that's uh, mad dog i was gonna say mad dog 2020 was my grape. Yeah. yeah i think yeah, i have yeah, a Dima, i think yeah. i have a small tumor yeah, in my yeah. stomach from the mad dog still but really manly stuff yeah um but then yeah i got into i don't you guys know the bat blue from canada oh yeah yeah so that but anyway so that was like my gateway to beer and then um yingling was like the go-to for the early craft beer kind of thing, like, oh yeah, this is like family owned. And, um, you know, if we were, you know, go to a bar and they had Yingling or uh, Sierra Nevada's Pale Ale, we were happy, you know, okay, I can get one of those two beers. Yeah. I tell you what, I mean, the, tra- the Yingling traditional lager, I mean, because I can't get it in Wisconsin, like when I travel to the East Coast, I, I love it. That's, I look forward to it as a, as somewhat of a treat. You can and drive to Indiana of- and get it. I know, but that's driving to Indiana. That would... <laughs> why would I do? Why would I go to? Indiana? I don't know why you go there either. For Yingling, that's about the only reason. Yeah, but I mean, I've got friends on the East Coast that make fun of me for liking Yingling's traditional lager because they get it like it's. I mean, I'm on the I'm on the north side of northwest side of Milwaukee. I can get Miller Lite. Well, everybody can get Miller Lite, but I mean, it's Lineys. it's like Miller Lite here. Yingling is on the west on the East Coast. And I love it. I think it's I think it's a great beer. I'm also curious about what you know. Are you going to be able to get there? Because I don't know if we'll be able to get it. The, they're barrel aged. Yeah, I heard uh, about bourbon that. barrel aged beer that they're coming out with. Yeah, you stumped me. I didn't even hear about this. Oh yeah, yeah. They um, go ahead. Keep talking about it. I'll look it up. Yeah, I mean, it was just announced. Uh, what a week, week and a half, maybe two weeks ago, that Yingling was going to release their first bourbon barrel aged beer and but i don't know what the distribution is going to be like if i mean I, i'm afraid we're not gonna be able to get it here that's that's the sad thing because i don't think i have i've got one more trip to the east coast this year in april but after that east coast is done for me so that's my last opportunity i don't know if we'll be able to get it yeah so it is uh yingling bourbon barrel reserve exclusive exclusive limited release uh, Friday, January 11th. So it's out. So it's out. Yeah. Um, Kyle, go get it. I'll, I'll have to I'll look. I'll do some research. Yeah, this, this <laughs> is completely under my radar, but I will look. And if I score, we'll be good. We'll be good. Yeah, it's uh, they're doing this in um, special cans. They're releasing in like 19, 1800 era special cans because um, their anniversary, I guess, is coming up. The 100, is it the 190th anniversary for them? Holy shit. Yeah, they're um, fucking old. Yeah, they're like, with the oldest in the country, right? Um, I think right they're the oldest United States, but not the oldest North American or something. Right. The beer is aged for 120 days in bourbon barrels stored in caves originally used for beer fermentation in the 1800s. All right. I mean, I guess I don't know how that changes the flavor, but it's a cool story, bro. Um, <laughs> I I mean, I want it. I no matter how I, how I get it, I want to try to get it. No. Um. At the beginning of January, specially marked 12 packs and 24 packs of Yingling traditional lager will have codes for prizes. 
but it doesn't say anything about how you're going to get this barrel-aged beer. Because what I did see on their website, the barrel-aged beer was for a benefit they were doing for um, pink boots. I don't know what that is. So I don't see anything about it being released in cans, but or or you know released otherwise. So I don't know. Yeah, if you get it, man, I would love to see a review on that one. That would, jeez. Yeah, definitely. If you come across it, uh, is every, is everybody halfway? I am halfway. Yes, I had to stop myself, Chad, or I mean uh, Jake. Yep, Jake is like shooting real quickly. Mm-hmm. It's like chuck, 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 chuck. <laughs> All right, uh, so we'll go back around. Uh, My name is Chad. What do you What do you think, Chad? At the halfway point, there you gave it a five, so there's really nowhere else for you to go unless it's getting real. I, I love this beer. I think it. I think it's fantastic. So yeah, no change for me. I'm. I will stick at a five for this one all day long. All right, that was easy. It's Jake from State Farm. Jake. Oh, definitely better as it warms more. Would you, you give it a three out. seven five? Right. Start at three five. Three, um, right. I'm certainly getting more vanilla, just more of the general boozy sweetness. It almost has a mouthfeel. I mean, I do taste a brown ale, um, which I do like, but it almost <laughs> the, the the texture, the silkiness, almost reminds me of like a barley wine with a little bit of sweetness. Yeah, um, that's a good call. That's a good call. Yeah, and it even has some of the 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 hue of um, sort of a an amber, you know, brownish barley wine. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is rising for me. I am. Uh, I'm, I'm firmly, I'm firmly up to a four. He's firm. What are you wearing? She sounds hideous. Yeah. Maybe that's maybe that's why I love this one so much. I mean, the the barley wine being my favorite style of beer. Right. It really does. I, I honestly never really thought about it because I, in my mind, I'm thinking I'm drinking a brown ale. It's just been aged in Canadian whiskey barrels, but it really does. It's it's like a 120 IPA from uh, from mm-hmm. Dogfish. Huh, interesting. Great comp. Yeah. yeah. It, it's, yeah, it's it like really a brown ale and a barley wine. I had a baby and, and I did it in a Canadian whiskey bath. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Canadian whiskey a hot water tub. birth. Oh, wait a minute. No, I don't want to drink it. That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to dump this out. Uh, somebody remind me what I started at because I don't remember. A four? Okay, cool. You went, I think so. you went in the middle, I think. Four, four, two, five, four. Yeah. Uh, I'm going four and a half. This is, it is good. And it's funny because you mentioned oh. the barley wine. And as soon as you said that, I was like, oh, shit, he's right. It does taste like a barley wine. So. Yeah. What was that, Adam? What what happened when I said that? Absolutely nothing happened when you said this. Um, (laughs) That will be eggplant. That will be erased forever. Nobody will ever hear that. Adam, I listened to the podcast. Where's the part where you said I was right? Did that get edited? You did not hear that. Nope. 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 Uh, Trying to. Oh man, I'm too late. But what you heard me say is my balls were hot. Hey, Kyle, what was? uh, (laughs) What do you What do you think of that barrel quad barrelage quad there? So I'm still getting all the same flavors that I had. And then there's like an earth note and a little bit of a spruce, which is nice, like almost borderline menthol minty. Um, yeah, it's really, it's it's pleasant. It's subtle, but it's as it's warming up, that's coming out. Um, it's not like you brush your teeth and are drinking it, but there's like just this little spruce, almost menthol note. Uh, I'm gonna stay with a four or five for now, but that is a welcome addition. Yeah, it's nice. Nice. So... Okay. You just brought up a really interesting point for me. And it's one of my questions for you, Kyle. Are you 
and I mean, you've done you've done a shit ton of reviews. You've got almost six hundred, what six hundred five hundred and ninety six. Damn. I think I'll be filming my six hundredth one this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So you've got a, a real knack for picking out specific flavors in a beer. Now I've had that barrel aged quad that you that you're drinking, and I I don't remember picking out a spruce flavor. Are you certified in any way? Are you have you gone have you done <laughs> Are you any certifiable? Cicerone? I think is what he's saying. Are you certifiable? <laughs> I am you, no, I just wondered if you've done any Cicerone training or reading or um I have not done any uh, formal training with Cic- Cicerone or anything like that. Um I Yeah, so sometimes like when you say like I'm not into that, it makes it sound like I'm judging people who are into that. It's not for me. I don't think like I don't okay. I don't, but I have read plenty of books about it. Uh, Tasting Beer was one of the first beer books I read. Um, that Garrett Oliver book about like pairing food with beer. Yep. And then just really thinking about flavors. Um, and probably the biggest thing, I used to go to a weekly bottle share and just like, it oh, was nice. one of those helpful things where I'm like, what is that flavor? And then, you know, three people down the line are like, hey, does anyone else get bubble gum in this? It's like, that's the weird thing I wouldn't have thought of. But yeah, it's reminiscent of like <laughs> Luca Joe. Like, you know, like sometimes, so anyway, so having done that for a couple of years and then, yeah, just talking into a camera by myself for, uh, I think coming up on two years. Yeah. I, I think I've gotten a little bit better at that. Yeah. No, now you guys really... are all Cicerone certified and now you make me feel like I'm a jerk. <laughs> no, none of us are. <laughs> uh, no, I, I didn't mean to come across that, that, that way at all. I, well, I he, just think you're really did. good. Yeah. I mean, in watching your videos that you're, you're really, really good at, at, pointing out specific flavors in a beer that that I wouldn't have necessarily thought of, you know, and that's that's one thing I, I think that it would be fun to go through the Cicerone program just to to teach myself how to recognize the flavors because I'm not necessarily great at it. But the the three of us doing this podcast, I think that we we I mean we each obviously taste everything differently. And when we're we're all drinking the same beer one of us will say, oh, I taste this. I don't taste that. You taste that. But, you know, it, it's it's really interesting to taste, the, to drink the same beer and get different flavors. And then when somebody says it, you're like, oh, yeah. Now that you say that, I, I do. Like, oh, I didn't taste the caramel before, but now I taste the caramel. You mean That's caramel? It's really interesting. I think you're really, really good at, at pulling out flavors and, and doing a good job of... Uh, when you do your beer reviews to, to, to point out the different flavors of beer that I'm like, I, I never really thought of that before. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, obviously. Yeah. That's like a huge compliment. So thank you. Um, what a cool thing I did once um, it was a wine kit, but it was like how to taste and like it had the little vials and you mixed a little bit with some water and like, you know, it's like, this is what tannin tastes like. This is what, you know, sour is versus bitter. And it's like, Oh wow. Like, so I was like, I, I want to redo that. It was a few years ago, uh, not on camera, just like, you know, on my own. But like, that was super informative of like, I'll, I'll use the bitter and, and sour thing. Like there's overlap, but those are two distinct things. Um, right. So yeah, there's stuff like that I would do again. And, and I think are helpful. Yeah. Speaking of Cicero, we are having uh, Darwin from Darwin Reviews. He's going to be on, and David David Nielsen, who's also Cicero certified, he's going to be on. So I'm just going to keep plugging shit away. So 
yeah, like I, I was saying, about, like not judging people. I watched the crap out of his videos when he was talking about all that stuff. Like, you yeah, know, he was for it. I thought that was fascinating. Yeah, that that's what kind of that's when I first started watching Darwin's videos is when he was going through that, and I yeah, I found it super fascinating to listen to him talk about the process, and he seems like. A, <laughs> crazy intelligent guy and he passed the New York bar I think also is what he said so yeah. he's got yeah, a leg- he was a lawyer yeah yeah he's got a leg up on me so I think Adam or correct me if I'm wrong but I wasn't will. one of our 2018 goals was to get the first level of Cicerone and we didn't do that <laughs> no I got moved to 19 okay <laughs> Is that that's just like written or something, right? The yeah, first level. Super easy. Yeah, the first one right. like super we easy. We just didn't do it. Yeah, we just didn't do around doing it. The first one's like the beer server, you know, like knowing the glasses and like um, uh, knowing something about the the brewing process and then that type of stuff and how to pour a beer. I think that's when you get to the second one that you have more the the tasting. You know, you have to be able to pick out shit when you taste it. So that's that would be the one I would I would be more worried about. I've never really thought about it yeah, the system program does have <clears throat> kind of like what you're talking about with the wine the system program does have the an off flavor kit where mm. you can buy these off flavors and add it to a beer and then see if you can taste it essentially so but yeah that's crazy well my my point was yeah what Kyle, was your point really that i wasn't i i, I wasn't trying to call you out as any sort of <laughs> I, I don't remember what your term was uh douchebag or idiot or whatever you said about <laughs> tasting beer. I didn't take it that way. I didn't take it that way. I thought I think you're really, really good at it. And without being certified, I think you I think you're really good at pulling out flavors. No, yeah. And well, you know what you do too, or what I do is like like I think mosaic, that hop mosaic, you get a lot of blueberry, right? So it's like, well I keep saying that. What was the last time I had a blueberry? So I went and bought blueberries right and then i ate blueberries and i'm like all right let's get a little better and it's again it's another thing i've seen darwin do uh he's on that on camera he did that with oranges once he was using oranges as a descriptor he wanted to be more specific so he got different kinds of oranges and um i was talking to i forget it was another youtube channel but i was talking to them i think it was off camera and it's like sometimes you say things like i said about the spruce note yeah when was the last time i took pine needles and put them in my mouth right like <laughs> right. i don't do that yeah. but i had a couple of beers brewed with spruce for example you know so i can kind of drop from that yeah but i think kind of being mindful that that's something i like is just being in the moment and um you know when you're eating like what spices do i taste in this dish and then same thing with a beer like what do i get out of this you know and i'm as guilty as anyone you know watching tv and eating or whatever but like i do try to be mindful and like what is this experience right not to be all buddhist but like you know i <laughs> try to be aware of what i'm doing Jake actually does go around picking pine needles off of trees and put them in his mouth. We often have to stop him in the neighborhood, like, did to get that in your mouth? It's just a few days ago. I mean, it's not like every day. Um, <laughs> yeah, I do like that Black Panther T-shirt. I'm I'm all oh, about great. the Marvel universe. Yeah, good stuff there. Went on a uh, so as this plan to have it kind of gets to room temp for me, it, it continues to kind of change a little bit. I I I swear it's starting to remind me of. The 2017 veneration. I don't know if it, if I'm picking up like a fig in there or something. Mm, that's um, or maybe it's just because I think that was a rye whiskey too, and maybe that's just what I'm thinking of. I don't know, but it's it's just getting better. I, I definitely had it way too cold when we started. 
I don't know if I can get to the 2017 veneration with you. Well, it's not that good, but which is why <laughs> I can't put everything saying, into five. Unless we're putting, you know, 2017 veneration on the secret scale. Yeah, uh, this is this is more akin to a barley wine than, than veneration. I mean, bar, uh, veneration is a is a Belgian aged or Belgian it's a quad. It's Belgian a quad. quad. Yeah. No, I just the way that the 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 it kind of coats my palate and just sits there, uh, and after I drink, it just kind of reminds me of that. And I, I don't know, maybe it's maybe it's just a sweetness, but it's almost like a fig or a molasses or something. I, I don't I don't know. I'm not great at picking out those. I get you on the molasses flavors. Though. I can, I, I can, I feel you on the molasses. Could just be the sweetness, yeah. Although I haven't had that specific beer, I, I had um, Firestone Walker's Bravo, which was a brown ale aged in bourbon barrels, so similar, you know, with Canadian whiskey versus bourbon. Yep. But yeah, definitely that barley wine thing you guys are talking about for sure. Mm-hmm. Even brown ale, I, I totally get that. Yeah, yeah. This it's good. Glad to have it is good. So far. It is very good. It's good. Kyle, when your buddy sent you, um, you said you had uh, paid time off, I believe, from Three Sheeps. So, yeah, I haven't cracked it yet, but I, I have that. Um, and then I've, I've definitely had Wolf. I've had... Um, Ooh, what would you think oh, of Wolf? Yeah. Do you recall? Oh, oh. oh I, got, I got a 2017 Wolf sitting right there. Yeah, Chad, right. And I, Chad and I went to their anniversary party where they tapped the Wolf there. Um, last year, right? And um, yeah, I mean, I don't remember. I didn't remember that day the day after. So, <laughs> but it was drunk. Was it day. leftover 2017 or was it the new 18? I, I don't remember. Again, I don't remember barely the day. So that was pretty, <laughs> pretty wasted. Um, that was a fun time. That was a lot of fun. But yeah, that's where we and they, that's where we got the bottle of the the barrel aged paid time off barrel aged Uber Joe, right? Yep. Yeah, Uber Joe. I think I saw. I saw. Oh yeah, it's another one he had sent me. I think I did a review of that one too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, really, there's, there's not much of there so far that I've come across. Where I'm like, I don't like this. Like, it's Kyle. Did you get a veneration? Did he send? Yeah. You um, I think I have a 17 and an 18 in my beer cellar. I'm pretty sure I have two, and they're from different years. So, so. I would love to hear when you do it. Like, hit yes. me up. Hit me up when you if you do a video on it. And hit me up when you release it because I want to hear. Your okay. what your opinion of seventeen and eighteen? Because for us, you know, oh. we always look forward to veneration. For us, you're know, right. We're not far. I'm like an hour and a half from the brewery. So, um, when when the new veneration came out this year, I was like, oh shit, yeah, you know. And I right, I saw the store for the first time. I brought I bought two four packs, and I've had one of them, and I haven't touched the rest of them because it's nothing like what it was in years previous. So that's why I love to hear like because you have them both now. You can. Somebody else drink them because it seemed. I've always said that the new one is like veneration light. Like the the flavors are there, but they're so much more muted than they were in years past. So, no, it's, no, Lacey. Yeah, I'd love for you to do like a vertical and see what you think uh, comparing the two. I mean, I'll definitely so. check to see what the dates are, and if it if it's a seventeen, eighteen, I will totally do that. That'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm pretty. I was pretty surprised. Like I said, I think Jake, you were you were. Um, like getting your big girl panties on or something. I don't know what you're doing. Um, but I said you were going to have. Sounds right. Yeah. We're going to have Greg on <laughs> uh, from Three Sheeps. And your first question was going to be, what the fuck was up with veneration this year? And then he's going to hang up on us and be like, okay, I'm not doing this. <laughs> yeah. You screwed it up. <laughs> um, and I, and I, you know, we talked about it. I mean, did they try to produce more because it was popular and maybe it got, uh, for lack of a better word, watered down or, or, you know, who knows? I mean, maybe when you, 
do this process, it, it just doesn't come out the same every year. Or, it, yeah. I, I don't know. It, it wasn't the same. It went from being one of my favorites, like favorite beers, to being Not very even on the list. Very <laughs> meh. Like, yeah, yeah like I did. If I wa- if I saw this store, I'd just walk by it. Like, yeah. I don't even know yeah, you. It's not a beer that should change. Yeah. I like cuvee, three sheep's cuvee changes every year. We know that. Yeah. So Kyle, I expect if you, that. If you, have you, have you seen cuvee it. before, Kyle? I've not had that one before. No. So three sheep's cuvee, they do it every year, and it's different every single year. And the way they've worded it in past is where they take their best beers of the year, um, and kind and of blend come, them and blend them together essentially. So. And a, years past, it's always and it's not a, an equal like thirty three percent. Right, they play with it. They play with it. So yeah, you can't for year for year. It's always different. So what was it? Uh, Seventeen was absolutely delicious, right? Eighteen, really sweet. Eighteen was a little different, but it was still very good. Now this year we haven't gotten it yet. It has been released, but this year they did Chardonnay Barrel. So in years past, it was like a dark stout. Like you poured it, it was a very dark beer. This year, it's a very light beer because it's. In yeah, amberish in color. So that's a really yeah. good one that changes every year, but it kind of kind of highlights uh, Greg, the owner, the founder, and the uh, the head brewer. Like their thing is, they always their 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 tagline is what's brewing and science working yep. together. Or something science, like that. Yes. Yeah, and um, it's kind of interesting to see what he does. So yeah, but veneration didn't need to change. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> the right, thing. Right. I mean, veneration year after year should be fairly consistent, just like. Goose has been fairly consistent with brands out. Although you know, your guy, your guy, at the, what at the place said he thought it was watered down. Yeah, uh, craft beer seller in Pewaukee. He he did feel like 2018 uh, brand out was was watered down, and that's kind of why he uh, he actually stopped selling it. But um, well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you. I, so Jake and I got to go to the restaurant, and we what do we have, Jake? 16, 17, 18. Yeah, we went to a really cool place. It's it's actually a like a microbrewery, but they have a phenomenal beer selection. Um, when we oh, wait, no, no, that was, you, we're talking about you're not talking about half day. Where are you talking about? O'Tools. Oh, when we went to the tools, and we had sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, right? We had sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, and what we actually thought was that wait, the Chad older was with ones us too, right? Were we doing the? No, you weren't with us. Were you with us? I don't know. They all Chad, Chad was not with us. Okay. We, that's, when we, no. that's when we. No, that's when we. That's when we cut the show short. We, we left. Yeah, we left. Actually, oh yeah, <laughs> no. Chad was with us. Yeah, it was. Yeah. The, the night yeah, that we cut the show short. Yeah, we went. I, yeah, I was there. <laughs> we yeah, but we did know. a 16, 17, 18, and sixteen by far. Kyle's like, "What the fuck's going 16 on?" Sixteen was the best. <laughs> by far, but sixteen was the best. Eighteen wasn't watered down compared to it. it. It was just sixteen was just better. Sixteen, sixteen was like like a chocolate brownie, like drinking a chocolate brownie. It was just. Phenomenal with caramel and chocolate. The flavors are much more it's, pronounced. It's over two years old. Exactly. So exactly. It, I mean, it's going to change a little bit, but as, I mean, if we're if we're talking about veneration year after year, it, it should be fairly consistent. At least when it launches, you should get a similar flavor to years past. I mean, everybody's looking forward to it, right? So, seventeen was amazing. Eighteen. Now I'll say that. That there have been, I've seen articles written up about this year's veneration saying it was one of the best. Oh, idiots. Kyle, <laughs> what is your, um, how long are you looking to age a beer? I mean, there would be some brewmasters that would say when it's, when like it's it 
when it's sent out, it's ready to go. Like you don't need to age it at all. Um, you know, my typical thought is if it's over 10%, I can at least give it a couple of years. What, what are your thoughts on that? Well, like Coke from yeah. Stone Brewing, he says, don't age, don't age the beer. He's like, drink it. Like that's how we wanted it. That's how we intended it. So drink it right then. Yep. And, and that's true. But then you have breweries like Dogfish said, they have a bunch of beers. They say ages with the best of them. Right. Or Goose Island for the Bourbon Kai says ages for five years. You know, store in a cold, dry cellar, you know, like, right, exactly. I, I mean, I go back and again, like, if I say one thing, I'm not disparaging someone else's ideas, obviously, but like, yeah, I, I kind of subscribe to the double digit thing as well. Like, if a beer's ideally, I'll drink one fresh and then age a couple, right? Yeah. It, you know, love the 12 ounce format, right? Like, this is great. And buy a four pack, try one mm-hmm. fresh, age, you know, try one every year or something, you know, it's pretty ideal. Um, I've been burned on some ages, right? Like I've aged some beers and it's not better aged. And then I've been rewarded with some amazing, you know, actually I'm drinking a quad. It's appropriate. One of the best beers I ever had was like a 10 year old quad, you know, just aged so beautifully. And I don't even know what, what it was. I'm like, it's like my whale, you know, I'm just chasing like, what was that beer? Cause it was one of the best I ever had. Um, what do you think your oldest beer right now you have is? The, uh, it was, it was actually from Belgium and it was a quad and, I just didn't catch the name of the brewery and we had uh-huh. it, I think it was 10 or 11 years old. And it was just, it was one of the best beers I ever had. This, this beer is very good as well, but, um, but yeah, I mean, even recently, I forget what it was. I did a review and it just, it didn't age better. You know, it just didn't Now the, the goose Island stuff. I mean, I did this year, I did t- 2012 through 2018 and some of my favorite ones were like, yeah, the 2015, 2016, you know, um, 2012 was still delicious, but yeah, it's completely different in a lot of ways. That's what you're looking for. But yeah, I, I think you and I are similar. Double digit. I don't mind aging it. Yeah. I am. I'm really, after last year, I would say in August, Jeremy from Founders, the brewmaster at Founders, posted on Instagram and Twitter that. Yes, I remember that. If you haven't drank your 2017 CBS yet, drink, it, drink now. it now because it's not getting any better. Now, I don't know if this is a marketing ploy. Right. Get rid of it well, so we have the new stuff. It's really smart if it is. It's really yeah, good. It drink is. it because 2018 is coming out. Yeah. Or if it really if it really is uh one year aging, it's as be- it's as good as it's gonna get. And and now I'm just like my mind just I, I don't know what to do with with aging beer at this point because I got a brewmaster from Founders telling me a year is as good as it's gonna is is you know well technically when the, when it launches that's when the brewmaster says it's the best then a year later he says it's not getting any better you better drink it but is that the truth or is that <laughs> 2018 is coming out in two months. You better drink it because you got to buy more. But when it launches, Chad, that's an inherent conflict of interest because that beer has to launch or they're losing money. Right. So to some extent, he has to say this is ready to go or this is as damn close as it's going to get. It's just a mind fuck. I mean, it's, it's you know, I mean, <laughs> it's, just, it's cold and we're just going down a rabbit hole. 
Well, I, I will say this specific to like a beer like CBS. I think of adjuncts, coffee is one of the worst ones to age. It, it, coffee fades. It's like notorious for fading fast. Yeah. It's notorious for getting like a green pepper taste. Um, yeah. That's okay. That's what the, the one I had recently that did not age well was Bourbon County Coffee branched out from last year. The coffee just kind of turned this like green pepper taste. I don't want that taste in my stout. So maybe just to give him credit, like from my point of view, that CBS, I, I still have one aging. I have KBS from the last few years aging. Um, I'll take the risk, even though it's coffee in it, but coffee does have the reputation. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Very true. I don't know. It's an it's an interesting thing. I mean, you got uh, uh, Calagione, whatever, what's his name, from uh, Dogfish Head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When he said, you know, he takes a 120 IPA and says age it for 10 years. Yeah, but 120 is kind of a 18%. He has a special breed and yeah. its own. It's got so many damn hops in there. Um, but well, I get what you're amazing, saying. It's an amazing beer, but when is it best? What I, yeah, and what I think is, <laughs> I mean, I still have two two of those in my my beer fridge downstairs. I I probably would have drank them by now. I just keep forgetting that they're there. Um, yeah, I should come steal one because I nope. drank all mine. I can't let those things sit. Yeah, you shouldn't. See, I, I just kind of picture having a beer cellar. Like, I picture going down there and be like, oh, look, here's a 20, you know, 15. You, you do have a beer cellar. Know, it's just not as fancy this as off you. And drink it. It's not as like, fancy as you think it is. Your, yours is like styrofoam coolers in your basement, but it's still right, a beer sh- cellar. It, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> yes. But like a really, like a legit, like. Like picture a wine cellar, but like good, you know, ten plus ABV beers. Like I kind of like dream of just having that, but I, it's probably stupid because half of them probably won't age well. It tastes like know. shit. Yeah, I, I think I think the general rule, Chad, is do whatever the hell you want. It doesn't really matter. No, I, I think you're absolutely right. I mean, I, I don't know if I mean if I I have two barley wines sitting up there that I, I'll probably never think about. You know, for years, I've got a brandy barrel age from Central Waters and a First Coast from Bells. I I, I never think about those. So if it, they sit there for five more years, fine. If yeah. I look at them and say, oh, maybe I'll drink one today. Maybe I'll try it. But it's it's one of those, you know, I'm not aging it on purpose. It's just sitting there. And if it ages well, great. If not, you know, I don't know. We'll see. It's one of those things, you know. It, it, and, you, and I think I think you get this across the board in almost any anything. You get it in wine as well, although the wine is much more widely thought of as to you know age a wine, you know. But pe- whiskey people talk about the same thing with whiskeys too. But you know, I'm aging them for the fuck of it. I'm doing it for the fun, like just because I'm curious to see what this 2015 stout's going to turn out to be in five years right and i'm I'm definitely curious to see when i try that 2015 against the 2020 what am i tasting different what how's that gonna I mean so for me it's, it's more the, the fun and fun of it i'm not expecting that this aged beer is going to be like holy shit this is the beer of a lifetime it's amazing and I, I don't expect that to happen um it's really just more of an experiment of myself to to see you know What's going to happen? It's just fun to kind of, kind of figure that out and see. Like, um, Cal, have you had anything from like Revolution, um, their Death Star? Have you had? Have you had that one? Yeah. So my that same friend Jim last year sent me a box of beer, and 
when I was opening it, I pierced the Death Star. Oh, <laughs> oh no. I grabbed the glass. Just started drinking that shit. I still did a review of it. Uh, <laughs> so this year, he and his family drove from Wisconsin to New York to visit family for Christmas. So we just exchanged beers in person. So I, I do have, and I'll be reviewing them soon. I do have a Death Star. And then what's the coffee one called? The Cafe, Cafe, Cafe Death. Death. Cafe Death. So I have yeah, both, one of each of those. Um, and that, that guy used to brew at Goose Island, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. He was a former yes. Goose yeah. Island. Yeah. I mean, good. Yeah, definitely good stuff. Um, and then I've had some of the Revolution IPAs. What, right. Anti-Heroes, right? Yep. Anti-Hero? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I definitely enjoyed Revolution. When I was in Chicago, I had one on draft somewhere last year. I don't remember which one. Nothing like crazy hyped or anything, but uh, yeah, yeah, I definitely enjoyed what I've had from Revolution. It was last. Was it last year? I think it was. We first started doing this. I really I knew of Revolution, but I really hadn't heard of them. And we had been on the big CBS and Goose Island, you know, hunting those down. And I mm-hmm. saw an article in the Tribune. And it was by, I think, Josh Noel, actually. Yep. And he wrote an article where him and a couple other beer people did a direct comparison between Bourbon County, the Goose, Bourbon Counties, and the Revolution series. And they all picked Revolution over over Goose. And I was like, I told these guys, like, oh, shit, we got to find this stuff and try it. And we did, and we agreed. We thought it was better than Bourbon County. And so, you know, this year we've gotten... We have vanilla, we have cafe, uh, we have the regular, and we have the currants, right? That was the other one we had. Yep. And we got straight jacket, which is a barley wine. I haven't even opened one yet. I got to do that. So, um, loser. Yeah. Well, I got to get down to this weekend to get. I've one. already, I've already drank chats. <laughs> <laughs> no. Sorry, Chad. <laughs> um, but it's yeah, it's what they're doing is phenomenal. Uh, you know the have you had a. One one of one of the up and coming styles is the IPA, the Brute IPAs. Have you had I haven't those? had one yet. Have you guys had them? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. The the um. They're good. So Brute Hero yeah. by Revolution. Um, I can't keep it in the house between me and my wife. It's pretty much gone. So. It's like everybody's putting out a Brute though. It's like they all follow. Yeah, each it's other. very popular right now. Yeah. Because I've had a few from from different brewer, uh, breweries, and it seems like everywhere I go, there's there's a whole bunch of options right now. Have you tried any of the bigger ones like Sierra Nevada's or um, trying to think who else to put them out? There's a couple like national ones. Adam, you just had another brute the other day, right? Yeah, Sierra Nevada had. uh, Yeah, you had that one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, Sierra Nevada. It was good. Like as a first brute. It wasn't as good as Revolutions. uh, Okay. But it was good. Um. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Uh, the The whole Brute thing is is pretty interesting. I've been kind of reading a lot about it and how it came about, and um, it was actually a California brewery that had their woman's our head brewer, and she kind of just always thought in her head like, "Hey, what would it be to add this enzyme? Hey, hey, um, I wonder what it would be to add this enzyme to to an IPA." And she gave it a shot, and it was really good. And then all the brewers in California started jumping on it. They started doing it. And now it's kind of moved its way across the country. Uh, it has become a thing. Now, I have seen a lot of beer analyst people saying that they don't think the brews are going to survive very long. But I'll say, I mean, the Brute Hero, um, yeah, I love that beer. Like, yeah, 
I think it's that's, a, that's a great it's a great beer to have in your refrigerator all the time. Yeah, I think okay. I think the dry because it's it's dry, so you don't you know there's not that sweet. Some some of these beers, you know, they have a sweetness but, especially see, on the legs of it. And some people like it, you know, but that's what I think breweries are doing now. Though they have like their base, you know, whatever you know, lager or IPA or whatever mainstream beer that they distribute the most. Then they probably have a lot of them have some sort of barrel age program or some sort of specialty beer that they release uh, to build some buzz about themselves. And then a lot of places might have like a winter ale. Um, but then the other sort of category is it kind of seems like everybody knows that they're going to do what's popular. And then when it moves to something else, they're just going to move with it. Um, I, I could be wrong, but I, I feel like I get that impression. I mean, sure, you have people that specialize in like, you know, doing sours the right way or, or whatever it is. But I, I think I think that's just a business model with yeah. once you get to a certain size. Like you're gonna you're gonna have your your base, you're gonna have some seasonal stuff, you're gonna have some something that's connected to your scarcity of marketing to build buzz, and then you're gonna do whatever the popular hype is. I mean, remember like a year and a half ago, it was like, well, this is gonna be the year of the sours and and well I think look at Yingling, for example. The Yingling has gone off that logger for how many hundreds of years? You know, it's like so 430. I, I guarantee you, though, <laughs> they've had people coming in their brewery going, Hey, where's what do you have barrel age? What, you know, because barrel age is so popular. Um, you know, and they're yeah. gonna they're gonna kick off one of those. You know, you're you're right. I think it's also you can kind of equate it to what we were talking about earlier with doing YouTube videos. I can't sit here and do a YouTube video constantly of three sheeps because I don't know how many people are listening are ever, ever gonna get three sheeps in their life. But yeah. I can sit here and do CBS, and you know I'm going to get searches through the roof because everybody's trying to figure out if they should go, you know, stand in line in the freezing cold to get CBS this year if it's worth it or not, or they're just seeing what other people think of it. So absolutely, they're trying to find chase chase what's popular right now because they have people coming into their brew pub saying, "Hey, you got that brewed IPA? What about a brew?" So gotta keep the lights on. Exactly right. You gotta pay the bills, man. I mean. Yeah, I think that's going to be one. It's going to be a big style this year. Um, the brew. I mean, if you look at it, or since we're talking about revolution, I think about Sun Chaser, which is just a it's just a citrusy pale ale that was really popular last year. And if I go to the store, you can you'll find it, but Brute Hero is is the same way, huh? Give give it another year, Sun Chaser will be gone. Give it like two right. more years, Brute will be gone. It'll just it's not their You're base. Absolutely right. They're That's just keeping up. Yep. Um, Sun Chaser was great last year. Brute Hero is going to be great this year. Next year, who knows? Uh, I ha- have you guys been seeing some of the talk about like I'll be curious to I I don't know how much we'll feel it because I don't know how much we'll hear from the breweries about this, but I think there's still going to be some some breweries and some beers impacted this summer this fall uh, by the government shutdown. I, I'm hearing that there's still a, a lot of breweries that have either had to cancel uh, what they were planning to release, or they're still pushed back because they're waiting on yeah. Yeah. whatever. I, I don't know what the exact terminology is, uh, whatever the approval form or approval they had to receive to, to, you know, label and produce uh, new, new beers. Yeah. So they have to get their label approved one. And then they have to get their pretty much their beer approved when they do it when they do a new beer. So yeah, there there were 
many. Is that an FDA thing too? Adam? Yeah, I don't know if it's FDA, there an FDA or FDA element to that. I would assume is FDA in charge of the labels. I don't know whoever's in charge. No, of the, it's the um, is it tobacco? Yeah, they changed their name. It's no longer yeah, tobacco and firearms, but it's yeah, it's no longer ATF. They changed their name to something else. But I think you're, yeah. you're right, Kyle. It's the alcohol, whatever ATF used to what is now. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, alcohol, tobacco, and firearms, whatever it is now. Yeah, right? they changed their name. Um, but I I can't remember the brewery now. There was one I want to say it was the East Coast who essentially had to dump something because the by the time it would have gotten approved and they would have actually been able to get it out. They would have, they considered the beer to be bad at that point, um, but I, I don't know I don't know how far back it sets and you know of course we don't have the government isn't assured to stay open past the three weeks so if it goes even further it's probably going to get going to get worse you know but I, again it's like you have the big guys who have their steady line of beers that they're going to be able to fall back on just produce the shit out of that it's just as a beer drinker we're not going to see the new beers that we like to see um, coming out so. Just just uh, just to close this loop, it's the Tobacco Tax and Trade Bureau. Well, see, yeah, I knew that, right? Okay, which used to be the ATF. Okay. <laughs> the more you know. Do do do. Tax. at this point, yeah, I mean, it probably will take a little while to get caught up. I would think, and. Like you said, if it shuts again, well, want, yeah, who knows what's going to happen at that point? Yeah, like, do you think we'll notice it based on our selection on the shelves, like this I, summer? Like, I, I mean, I'm it's, it's kind of like new stuff that's being like you could go to a brewery and like in house they can have new beer. It's just yeah, they're packaging right. it for stores. So like you'll everything you you have seen on a shelf you can get still. It would just be any new can bottled stuff. Yeah, right. So it's like if if you don't know about it, are you going to miss it? Like you, you know, <laughs> you never knew yeah, it was in existence. So, yeah, no, I, I hear what you're saying. Like we might not even notice. I was just, yeah, I don't know. Like I it, it will just feel like it's less selection. It sucks for those brewers that did all this R and D, and did all this, you know, to to create this beer, and now they can't get it to the shelf. That that definitely sucks. So without a doubt, yeah, yeah. yeah. What else you got, Chad? Well, I've got a, a series of shotgun questions for Kyle, but do we want to? Do we want to? Do I? Huh? Have we reached the lightning round? <laughs> we're getting close. It's the lightning round of our show. Where are we at on the beers? Are we getting close to the end? If you here? answer these right, a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, we'll never see. getting close. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Now, have you? The we have the brute IPAs, and then we also have Brett IPAs. Which I, Chad and I, Chad reminded me because I'm like an old fucker um, <laughs> that, that I had a bread IPA we by, did have by a bread. three sheeps. Um, wasn't impressed was with it. And I've actually, gift, I've actually been looking. It was gifted to us. It was gifted to us. I've actually been <laughs> looking for bread IPAs in the stores. I'm not finding any of them. I'm even having a hard time finding a lot of brute IPAs. The brute IPAs are good. I did not like the Brett IPA. But you've only had I, in fact, I didn't even check it in because I, I felt one. so bad. And three sheep, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. I didn't check it in because I, it, I just it wasn't good. Yeah, it was not good. I, uh, I but hate that was last year. That was that was last year before the hype really hit. Yeah, that they had the Brett IPA. So yep. <laughs> 
I don't know if I've had a Brett IPA. I've had from Boulevard their Brett Saison. I thought was very good, but that's like a style I would think Brett would make sense in, like a Belgian style. Like yeah, that's yeah. true. Brett, I think Belgium. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I had to look up because Chad kept wanting to call a brute a Brett and thought they were interchangeable. And I had to prove him wrong, so mm. he did. <laughs> and then I remembered we had a br- actual Brett IPA. <laughs> While you're sitting brute. while you're sitting in Florida, right? Didn't you like figure all that out and text it to me? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because I had nothing else to do. Yeah, nothing to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes, yes. All right. So before we get to the end of this beer, Kyle, okay. do you have a favorite brewery? Or oh, wow. I that's kind of an unfair thing to ask, I think. No, it's not. What is your favorite brewery right now? That's the best way to ask it. Okay. Favorite brewery right oh, now. Yeah. That's a cool question for sure. Um, yeah, and I've had this conversation with people, and I go back and forth yeah. without a doubt. It changes um, all the time for me. So, you know, because yeah, I want to pick one that has like, you know, they do a few different styles I like really well, right? So, like, if I'm in the mood for this, I can get it there. You know, like, I love um, Oma Gang, but like, I can't get certain styles from them since they skew Belgian. Um, man. That's such a good question. <laughs> um, well, who's like when you when you go to a liquor store, when you go to a beer store, or a liquor store, right? Yeah, when you go to a beer or liquor store, and you're like, what? Which one are you pretty much always grabbing? Like, oh, I know these guys are good. Man, the consistency. Um, yeah, I mean, Bell's I think is fantastic. They do a lot yeah. of good stuff. Uh, Founders, you know, wide selection, and they do so many things well. Uh, Firestone Walker. I mean, a lot of these, like that that level, like when you get to right. that level where they can crank out different styles at, you know, and you can get them and try them. And, and they're always know, good. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Have you had um, the, the hop slam for this year from Bells? I have not yet. No, I got to find like a single one so I can just try it. Yeah. Good. It's good. Very good. I've been watching a lot of reviews about it. Usually I don't watch reviews before I try a beer, but I was just so curious. I've watched a bunch. Yeah. Yeah, Adam, you should, uh, you, you have, uh, you have some? I do. Send, send Kyle one. Why are you giving away my beer, dude? <laughs> joking. <laughs> my store definitely has it. I just don't know if they're selling singles. Yeah, don't, don't pay the postage for that. <laughs> we, uh, we found it, uh, on my wife. Well, so the same day that Jake's wife found it, then my wife found it also at a different store. So I have two. Um, it's I, th- I find it a little bit sweeter than yeah. years past, and a little. We're bit like longer. lions here when it gets cold. We send the women out to this, <laughs> right, yeah. hunt the beer. Send the women out to hunt the beer. Too cold for me to go out there. Uh, I haven't had it yet, so sweeter and a little a little bit more bitter is how I found it. What did you say, think, Jake? I think it's fantastic. I mean, it's a great beer. It's ten percent. Uh, yes, it's it's a ten percent. I yeah. There's some honey there, some sweetness. I I like a little bit of bitterness. I have. I'm just put. I'm putting one down a day, and I if I have to be careful, I'll just put the whole thing down. Yeah, <laughs> I'll probably have one while I work tomorrow. Since it's it's been kid, it's been great. Kids are going to be I home again some more. Kids will be home again tomorrow, so I'll be drinking at home again tomorrow. Nice. So. Let me let me. I have an official answer for the my favorite brewery. Like, I have one. Dogfish <laughs> I can get so many different styles from them. They're one of the first craft brewers I ever got into. They totally like set the craft beer like. Guys, be experimental. Like it's cool to try new things. And there is really nobody more experimental than Dogfish Head. No, yeah. right? he is so experimental. It, it, he does some crazy shit. Yeah, the, it, like Dogfish Head is at that the path in motion, right? 
I think it's I think it's different for you because you're on that coast. Yeah, you're for, close. Yeah, yeah. You know, for us, we can get the normal dogfish head stuff. I mean, I'm okay. always seeing like the stuff they're releasing that only stays over there that you can only get, you know, at the brewery or can only get that doesn't really make it our way. There's a lot of stuff I'd love to try of theirs that I'll never be able to see, but I, I yeah, would like agree. This, like the 75 minute IPA, it's it's never tap room only. It. Yeah. We so we've had the 60, 90, 120. We cannot, we can't try the 75 minute unless we go there. Okay. I, I, I can get some. <laughs> there you go. We can, uh, we can figure this stuff out, guys. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that beer. So I want you guys to be able to try that beer. Have you, have you, awesome. um, there's a, there was a, I don't know if it's a YouTube thing, um, but there was a small little like documentary done on him um, and Dogfish, and then of course his book was good too. But yeah, he he's one of those guys. I think you know later down the line, he's you're, people are going to look back at like as far as beer history is concerned, he's going to be one of those you know Mount Rushmore of beer type of guys who just set a different tone in the craft beer as far as you know. Traveling the world to find special ingredients and like not being afraid to just be like, okay, what's this going to taste like? Let's throw it in there and just, you know, see what happens type of thing. Stayed consistent with his principles. Well, yeah. yeah. Speaking of the, the travel world, one of my favorite beers is actually on my beer shelf, Pangea. Oh, oh every yeah. continent. Like, who does that? Who's like, you know, we're going to brew a beer, we're going to get an ingredient from every continent, even Antarctica. Like, who? <laughs> Dogfish head. See, that's you, awesome. And right now, you wouldn't even have to go to Antarctica. Just come to Chicago. It's the same temperature. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's yeah. some video footage of penguins walking back and forth. <laughs> right. Um, uh, two two quick uh, stories about him. Um, I got to meet him a couple of times. Really oh, cool. cool guy. Like, yeah. just totally chill. So he, we were at um, Extreme Beer Fest in Boston, and they co-sponsor it. So he's like, you know, he's just a celebrity there, right? So it's a giant beer fest, all these beard nerds, right? <laughs> and he's there. Uh, it's like the first table you seem to get there. He's taking a picture with everyone. He's talking to everyone. He's making everyone feel like the most important person. Did you did you he have him sign your him. sign your body somewhere? What's up? Did you have him sign your body somewhere so you can get a tattoo of the signature? No. <laughs> but so uh, I got two tickets for it, and my friend uh, Matt, uh, he's a huge dogfish head fan. I said, "Hey, you want to go?" He's like, "Yeah," but his wife was pregnant, so she's like, "You can go, but you have to have Sam sign." whatever it was i forget what it was and uh, so he gets like the media people we're gonna like, do an interview or whatever right so he's getting swept away like right before and i'm like sam the only reason he could come is because his wife his pregnant wife said you had it and he's like what okay and he, like came back over totally was awesome. that superhero signed the stuff then went like cool dude so now that i said that nice story i'm gonna throw him under the bus a little bit oh boy okay and i was at one of his restaurants and i went to the bathroom urinated next to him he did not wash his hands when he left the back so, <laughs> oh, no 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 they're urinating man i was thinking for Which a second makes you wonder when they make the beer like. <laughs> right? sam, yeah. sam 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 they, got, on, they got the star sand they're spraying that on their hands I, I could have swore you're gonna say you looked over the urinal and did a comparison there for a second. But yeah, no, definitely a good dude. And then um, yeah, he came to like an event and like he just he you know his time he was very generous with. He's just a good guy. Yeah, that's pretty oh, yeah. cool. That's really cool. Yeah, 
if I can find, I, I'll try to look it up. There, there was a documentary I saw where he was included in it, and they're they're showing him at his house, like in the morning. He's getting ready, like to go to the brewery or whatever. But he had all these like glass five gallon fermenters lined up mm-hmm. in his in his kitchen, where he would just still homebrew constantly, trying to to just you know figures just whatever just for him find or find the right recipe or just to you know, play with, with stuff like that that was probably you know back in the day when you're starting now he probably has his own like whole small brewery he can you know just fuck with so <laughs> must be nice must be yeah. nice yeah well, we, we homebrew from time to time so uh we yeah, not as often as we hoped. We were trying to get. We were going to try to do this really? once a month. Do you know month. how hard it would be to homebrew right now with this weather? Well, if for these three days where it's minus twenty five, <laughs> yeah, it's hard. But the the, it, chi- it the hurts chill to go in the garage. The chill portion when we tried to chill it out would be quick and easy. But the rest it's going to be forty suck. on Sunday. I know it's going to rain Sunday, but it's Super Bowl, so we're not brewing then. But we did. Yeah. We did just brew um, a stout that now it came out pretty decent. So now we're going to try to. Put variants in it, so we're gonna try, gonna try some barrel aging, gonna try some vanilla, uh, maybe some coffee or something like that. So we'll see what happens. You actually put it in a barrel? You gonna do like oak chips? Or what are we thinking? Well, I we could go either way. Um, well, we found out that we can buy bourbon barrel aged chips. Mm. Yeah, so like you could do the try oak and chip get that bourbon barrel aged flavor without yeah. actually aging it. The the problem with the barrel is that you know we can only do five gallons at a time. Right, I can't do like a fifty-gallon thing, which I can get a five-gallon barrel, but then they're like, you know, they range from like one hundred and fifty to two hundred dollars. They're only going to be really good for three brews, essentially. Yeah, maybe um, two, probably. Yeah, so then it's like, uh, but if I can get, if the chips work out fine, I can put whatever bourbon I want. You know what I mean? I'm not stuck with whatever bourbon was aged in this barrel. And some Billy Billy Bob's Tennessee whiskey that he, you know, moonshine out of his. This <laughs> fifth wheel, whatever. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, I think we were going to experiment with the chips first, just because it's kind of a cheaper route to go and see how yeah. see how it works. But we were trying to just get a base uh, stout that we liked and see how, and then from there, see what happens. So we'll see. We call it Flame Out Stout um, <laughs> because while we, while we were brewing it, we were, we were doing the boil and the flame went out and nobody knew. We had no idea how long it was out for, so we just called it. As we filled up the garage with gas. Yes, yeah, yes, yes, as the, the garage filled with gas. Gas, and, yeah. and we were like, hey, this isn't boiling anymore. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, why is the boil stopping? Yeah. It turned out good. We, we, uh, t- we tend to name them after accidents that happened during the brew. What was the one where I burned my leg? I can't remember what we called that one now. Yeah, you still got scars from that. I do. Have, I still have no feeling on my leg. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was Kyle, do you do any home brewing? I have not. No, my wife actually brought up again the other day that I should. I just I haven't um, for no good reason. No, just haven't done it. It's like it's it's time it's consuming, fun. but it's fun. Uh oh. Connectivity. Uh oh. <laughs> hey, are we back? Did we lose no hype? I won't talk nice to you and talk about fornicating with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, should we? Uh, should we put this baby to bed? Oh man! All right, what do we got? Uh, so, yeah. 
So for a final uh, final well, review, Kyle hey guys, Chad here. Yeah, he's gone. Uh, you don't have to ask me what my your five final rating is. Yeah, it's it's. it's I love I State love Farm. this beer. I think it's. What are bad. you wearing? She sounds hideous. Well, she's a guy, so. Jake. It's Jake from State Farm. It's fantastic beer. I have risen all the way to a four seven five. It is not perfect, but it is fantastic nonetheless. Well, let me ask you that. Not fully erect, but what is what don't you like about it? What is lacking? What's keeping you from that twenty five hundredths of a point? Uh. I would I would say that brown ales aren't my favorite. I I would say I could use a little more complexity on the back end. Okay. Um, I do think there's a nice balance. I, I absolutely agree with that. It does remind me of a barley wine, which I love. Um, there is some booziness. Um, it's not a knock. It, it's just I. It, there's just a little. It's like brown ales are. I like them, but they're just not my faves. And I can taste a little brown ale there. And. Um, I don't know. It could it could just use another turn. One last turn at the end would probably do it for me. Cuckoo, could you? I don't know. It, it's a it's a fantastic beer, actually. Uh, Chad, you got me my first one of this, um, and it was great. And I would recommend it to anybody. And it, and it's I'll tell you what, it's a good enough beer. It's it's a well done beer to the point that if I'm at a liquor store and I see Boulevard, I will try Boulevard that I haven't had. I will grab that next four pack just to find out. It's that it's that good. I mean, it's it's a good beer. Nice. But like, <laughs> it's not it's not straight jacket. It's not dust tar. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Well, but I I mean, that goes that, that 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 stuff goes into the secret scale though. Fair enough. Um, I just I can't get to a five. I, I went all the way from a three five to a four seven five. I don't think I've ever risen that high. I mean, trust me, it's been a problem. <laughs> <laughs> that is a big rise for you. Yeah, you're right. Four that's three pro- five to a four seven five. That's a big. That's one. the hugest rise I've ever had on this show. That's some that's some big old chubby. More of my life. So yeah, and it's cold out. So I mean, hot damn. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Adam. What do you think, Adam? Uh, yeah, five. I mean, there's nothing wrong with this one at all. Uh, the sweetness, the caramel. I Even to the end, I still had caramel flavors. Not caramel, but caramel. And um, <laughs> I got that all the way through, yeah. yeah. It tasted, oh, wait, what happened? Oh, there we go. My, my bottom. No, I, I, fell I don't agree with you guys. That is not a pre- That is not a criteria for being a five. What caramel? No, you have to do you have to do more than not have anything wrong. You have to have not anything wrong and have a little special move. You know what I mean? Uh, the special move goes into secret scale. I, I respect your opinion. I'm just saying that's not how I look at it. He's just saying it's wrong. Uh, I'm that's just why, saying that's why I love the fact we have three of us on this podcast. Yep. Whatever you're both, you're, you're like both dumb fucks. Um, <laughs> Kyle, Kyle has messaged me and he said that he got kicked out and now he can't get reconnected to his Wi-Fi. So, oh, um, Kyle, thank you so much for joining us. I would really love to have you on at any time. Um, yeah, thank you, man. That maybe, was awesome. Maybe one of these times when Chad's gone, we can use you as a replacement, Chad. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, it was, it was it was it was great. So, 
Um, yeah, I, a five for me on this one. It was good. Um, yeah, it's one I can't really find a fault in it. If I if I came across it at the store, I'll grab it every time. It's limited though, so it is kind of hard to find. Um, yeah, me likey, me likey a lot. Hey, he's back. <laughs> hey. Yeah, get out my phone. Yeah. I'll oh, say I just kicked me off the computer. It was weird. <laughs> Your time is up, sir. Your time allotment. No more screen time for you. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> well, we we went through and did our final reviews of our beer. What what what's your final say on on yours? What what you you know when you got to the bottom of that? What did you think of it? The only other new flavor I got was like a um, like ripe banana, like that sweetness. You know, maybe get like a half of Eisen. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the four or five. I mean, it was just, it was consistent all the way through. Um, yeah, I would gladly drink it again for sure. Yeah, great beer. Sweet. Wait, what'd you give it, Chad? Do you remember? I don't remember, but I can look it up real quick here. I've uh, got some more questions for Kyle if you have time. I can do a couple more, and then yeah, as long as long as the battery. You're like it's after eleven. I want to go to bed. As long as the well, battery. Know, yeah. <laughs> it's all what's good. your What's your favorite style of beer? I go back and forth. Right now, it's it's definitely going to be the big uh, stouts, preferably aged in barrels. But um, I go back and forth with IPAs and and big stouts for sure. Yeah, yeah. IPAs. Okay. I have a love hate relationship with IPAs, um, but with the, with the brewed IPAs, I'm falling back in love. Nice. <laughs> so I gave the uh, bourbon barrel quad a four All right. out of five. Nice. Um, do you, I took a class on beer glassware mm. and I've, I've noticed in your, some, in your beer reviews, you typically choose a specific glass. Are you a subscriber to picking the correct glassware for the correct, for the, for that style of beer? I, I definitely try to do that. Yeah. I was over in, um, it was either Germany or Belgium, and like the like how serious they took their glassware. Like no, I, it, it was Germany. They were at a restaurant. We're like, I ordered a beer. They're like, well, we don't have any clean glasses for that beer. I'm like, <laughs> okay, just put in another glass. Right. And they're like, you no. don't understand. We don't have any clean glasses <laughs> for that beer. You don't get that beer. I was like, okay. wow. After a couple more times, I was like, all right, like that's how serious you guys take this stuff. It, it, yeah. So what I what I started with is like kind of like annoyed, you know, ex, you know, experience. And I was like, actually, that's okay. Cool. You take that much pride in it. Yeah. Kyle, I was, uh, enjoyed listening to your show and I was, um, especially enjoying the, you're, you're, uh, describing your trip to China. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> what was the deal with the ice cubes in the beer? Why were they doing that? I, I don't know if it was like, cause it's hot outside. I don't know if it was like, um, to water you know dilute the alcohol content that was something that was lost in translation i don't know why they put ice cubes in beer yeah and i I also don't know if that's like a thing in china or just like that region or those these dudes just did it i don't know it was weird (laughs) yeah i was gonna ask you that like is that everywhere over there is that like a thing or like it was the only place i saw yeah the other i only had a couple going outs over there and yeah the other times i had beer there they were not putting ice in it (laughs) okay good (laughs) yeah Yeah. that was different (laughs) 
Well, I've I've got more questions about your beard, but we won't get into that. You've got a you've got an awesome beard. I love it. Um, <laughs> but I I'm gonna put you on the spot here because oh. we did this. Um, the three of us picked our favorite what uh, uh, our favorite beer of 2018. Mm. Can you do it? Can you pick a favorite beer of 2018? Yeah, um, it was a localish beer. So I got to try to hold my phone and grab the beer off my shelf. <laughs> do it. Do it, do it, do it. Can you do it? All right. Not too bad. Not too bad. So um, local brewery to me, and I'm really jealous because they just released a different version of this uh, that I want to try. But it's uh, called Beer Tree is a brewery. And then uh, it is a pineapple creamsicle New England style IPA. So um huh. They oh. just brew a New England style IPA. They put pineapple juice and then vanilla beans in it. And it kind of tastes like one of those milkshake IPAs, but there's no lactose. So like we joke, that's a vegan milkshake IPA. But um, they just did a coconut version of it that I heard is like amazing. Um, but yeah, like the first time we had it, it was just on draft. They hadn't canned it yet. And I kept thinking about it. Like it was like one of those beers. I was like, man, like that was just so good. Like I just want more of that beer and then i think they heard enough positive about it they started canning it every once in a while so nice and it's cool it's local like we were talking about earlier like uh, like my favorite beer was a local beer like that's that's pretty rad awesome awesome what were your guys picks um i think we well i'll speak for myself uh um it, it was a hard decision but i think that Death Star from Revolution probably topped my list, and it was really close with 2018 Cuvée from Three Sheeps. Oh, cool. Does anybody remember mine? Because I don't remember mine. (laughs) (laughs) Does anybody remember? (laughs) I want to say Death Star and Cuvée were up there there for me, too. Yeah, it was was probably Straight Jacket, Death Star. Um, I really liked that wolf. By three sheets, yeah. I thought that was fantastic. Yeah, Wolf was really good too. Um, I like that big ass money by Evil Twin. Oh, have, thing, have you had big ass money? That thing put puts you on your ass. Evil yeah. Twin Brewing, big ass money stout, seventeen percent. Seventeen percent. I gave it. I gave one to uh, to JQ on our front porch, and he didn't know what he was drinking. And he goes to stand up. He's like, "Oh shit." Didn't realize. Didn't realize yeah, what he had. I was supposed to be like outside watching the kids, like cutting the lawn. I drink one of those. I'm like, what the hell you, did you do to me? Yeah. <laughs> you downed that thing fast, and you stood up like, oh shit. Yeah, it's a good one. It's yeah. a really good. Uh, it the the can has like pizzas on it, flying pizzas, pizza slices. So if you can find it, it's a good one. It's a really good one. Yeah, yeah. highly recommend. That Sully uh, Darkness was good, 2018. That Russian Imperial. Surly so we, we have a small brewery by us, too, that just, I guess, I don't know if this counts. Well, they were brewed in 2018, but we have one that's uh, just Crystal Lake Brewing. Those guys really, oh, really oh, impressed the me. House, the Boathouse series? Yeah, just just yeah, found them for the first time. You know, Adam and I were out hunting for beer. He had heard of the brewery. I hadn't. Uh, we were out hunting for beers in the area. We came across a store that had some of their stuff. We just picked it up on a whim. And, we were hunting for Death Star. Yeah. They had this next to Death Star. We're like, well, we'll try this too. Yeah, vanilla. Yeah. So, you know, it's just that's what's fun about, you know. We, we both just beer. said don't show the wife the receipt. We're good. 
<laughs> yeah, that, that one got thrown away. <laughs> yeah, that was thrown away before I left the store. What do you, what yeah, Kyle, I don't know what what uh, we should hook up on Twitter and uh, do some uh, beer trading here. What's yeah, your, for sure. What's um, your Twitter? Give me. A, I don't use Twitter. I, I should. I just Instagram. Okay. Um, He's on the gram. Yeah, Instagram or um, okay, Instagram's the email good. Email thread's been working. Yeah. What's yeah. your untapped handle? Just no hype beer reviews. Yeah, it's no, no hype, hype beer reviews beer everywhere. Reviews. Instagram, no yeah. hype beer reviews. Okay, yeah. we'll find you there. He keeps yeah, it easy. Right. Awesome. We'll it says like the I'm... seventy-five minute. I can I can grab that for sure. Okay. Oh. Well, I'm and I'm whisk I'm link. I'm Wisco Boater pretty much everywhere. Wisco okay. Boater. <laughs> Motor Boater. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Jake is uh... <laughs> the snake. Pretty much the snake everywhere. So there you go. Come some, on. There you some go. friend advice from the snake. That'll be me. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah, I'm pretty much bearded, bearded hops. Yeah. That's, that's what I tweet from most anyway. So, yep. Cool. Well, well thanks for coming on, dude. It's awesome. Um, you know, I'm sure, sure we'll ask you on again, especially because since Chad's Mister, I travel so much. I'm so important. Um, thanks, Kyle. It's really fun <laughs> talking to you. No, seriously, guys. Like I yeah, and appreciate that. I this was awesome. I haven't done something like this, and it's it's like my favorite thing about doing these things on you know YouTube and whatnot is just meeting people and just talking beer, and it's just fun. Like everyone I've met has just been so cool and chill. Yeah, talking beer. I, actually, one question I have to ask. I think you may have already said. What was your? Do you remember your first beer? Would the you... first beer I ever had, geez. I mean, like, <laughs> I remember my grandpa giving me a little sip kind of stuff back in the day. But, like, my first beer? <sighs> I know Labatt, Labatt Blue was the first beer I ever liked. I don't remember the first beer I ever had, though. Mm. I can't remember if I... I know I've had a Labatt, but it's been a long time. I don't even know if I remember what it tasted like. <laughs> I went to college in Buffalo, so it was, like, so close go. to Canada. We, we had that, like, they... <laughs> Oh, it's say Labatt. You must have been in old Canada. <laughs> yeah, oh, hey. right, right on the other side. Those are eh? Well, sweet man. Actually, it's kind of embarrassing. Hey. Last Christmas, my sister made me a shirt that said Labatt Light Drinker on it. So I rocked that for <laughs> for a few years. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, Labatt. Yeah, we have PBR. Yeah, rocking the PBR. Good there. old PBR. Yes. Yeah. That's a staple. That's a staple. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's one that, especially during the summertime, that's usually in. We went through a summer, Jake, where we had PBR all the time. Mowing the lawns, mm-hmm. hold the PBR while we're mowing. <laughs> yeah, we went through a Three Floyd summer. Yeah, Three and, Floyd uh, summer. Yeah. Yeah. You don't, you don't get Three Floyds out there, do you? No, no. Um, I've had a decent amount, though, for sure. But, uh, yeah. I have a couple of Dark Lords I need to review. I've been sitting on them. I hear they age better. Yeah, I haven't had a Dark Lord. I've never had a Dark Lord. Um, I mean, when I when I first moved here to this neighborhood, everybody in this neighborhood was talking about um, zombie to zombie to zombie. It was yeah. it was so hard to get, and now it's like it's everywhere. Everywhere. I can go, I, Kyle, I live in a town area. of yeah. I live in a town of fifteen thousand people. I can go to my two liquor stores here in town. And, and I can get done, uh, zombie yeah. dust. Well, they just did a huge expansion as well within the last few years. So mm. they've definitely stepped up production. Uh, that's another place we should visit because I have uh, the Arctic. What's it? Arctic something wolf. Arctic Pantic wolf or whatever. I had that on my beer uh, beer shelf too. Yeah, that, that was another one I liked a lot. Now your beer shelf. Is, is there a certain like beer that makes it onto the beer shelf? Like if you if you really really liked it, or is it just 
any beer or a memory. Like my wife got me out. Uh, she was she was in Indiana for work and brought me back some. She tried to get Dark Lord, and they're like, you know, the beers are like, uh, no. Yeah, right. They're like, yeah, right. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, she was being like super sweet. Looked up like the most you know highly rated beer that they made, and then the guy's like, here's what we have. So she just brought back, uh, I think, including some zombie dust. Yeah. 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 The, that old zombie dust. It's everywhere now. So. All right, man. Well, cool. Thanks for joining us again. I uh, had a lot of fun drinking these these beers. And uh, Chad, is that is that all your questions? You good? Um, you know, no, but I'm good. <laughs> he'll he'll email you more. Right. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> he'll Instagram you more pay, more questions. Yeah. And uh, ASL and <laughs> ASL. Um, I think my wife just turned out the lights. Oh, got dark. Yeah, you just got dark. Yeah, I think she had Google. Google turned out Google all the shut lights. off the lights. That's pretty much what she just did. Google turn off all the lights. Adam, come to bed. I'm in here. Um, I, I thought my wife thought I was taking too long, but I hear her vacuuming. So I don't know if that's like passive aggressive vacuuming. <laughs> <or>? <laughs> it totally is. Yeah. So that'll be fun. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, thanks again. Uh, a lot yeah. of fun. Uh, next week, we're going to have Eric Dirksen on. I just confirmed that, fellas. We were just talking about that next Thursday. Eric Dirksen will be on. Um, Eric from porchdrinking.com, so he'll be on. And then I think the weekend after that, we'll have Darwin. The weekend after that, on the 20th, we have Three Sheeps, Greg. And then the weekend after that, we have Untapped Greg. I think it's Greg also from Untapped, right? It is Greg, Yeah, so um, that'll be be some cool ones coming up. Um, I think that's it. Are we done? Did we finish, boys? Are we, we done with this one? I think we good. Yeah, we're good. That's good right. stuff. My name is Adam. I have totally hit the wrong one on that one, but I'll hit this one now. <laughs> we're the three best <laughs> friends that anyone could have. We're the three best friends that anyone can have. And we're always going to hang out.